How you doing, Zach? Hanging out over here, Dean. That's what's up, man. Just just thinking thoughts on this Sunday. You want to play a little mind game? Yeah. A little yeah. opposites? Yeah, a little opposite game. Maybe. Opposite antonymity? I just made up that word. Yeah, you did. Opposite antonyms? Yeah. Antonym. All right. Uh, Black. What's the opposite of black? White. What's the opposite of Republican? Democrat. What is the opposite of instant karma? Long-term justice. I'm glad you said that, Dean, because that's the exact description and name of episode 87 of The Relatables. Oh, boy, do we get into it in this episode. Guys, we talk fighting again. A lot of fights this weekend. Saturday. Uh, will the Cavs pull off the upset? They're down 3-1. Can the they come back again? Um, re- relatable recommendations. Yes, sir. Um, rain checks. Stay up to date on those throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach might have a little peeker of a sneaker in this episode, so yep. listen up for that. And the projects in. And then uh, new technology, so keep ears peeled. Guys, know. in the meantime, while you're keeping those ears peeled, please like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay relatable. relatable. Wake up! Wake up! Run, rush, put a little makeup! I just have to fade away the shake-up! Why don't you leave the kids up on the table? Here you go, create another table! You wanted to! Grab a brush and put a little makeup! You wanted to! I just got to fade away the shake-up! You wanted to! Why don't you leave the kids up on the table? You wanted to! Why well, don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide? I cry when angels deserve to die! Feeling good on this. I don't even know if it's been beautiful outside Sunday. Has it been nice outside? I've really gone outside today. Yeah. Nice. How you feeling? Yeah. Just walked the pup today. That's the only time I went outside today. Been doing a lot of just like home chores and sitting around. Mm. It's lazy Sunday. Lazy is in not being doing anything, or lazy in like cleaning and just doing yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shit around the house. Okay. I feel like that's what Sundays were made for. Not really. Yeah. Day of rest, day of just getting your shit together for the week, you know? Even the Lord did it. Even the Lord had a day of rest. Even the Lord. So, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I guess getting my stuff together. Same thing. Mm. Organized, cleaned, cooked a little bit this morning, hung out with the mom and the grandma, and then uh, scoot root tooted on over. Do any meal prep? You do any of that for your nah, jiu-jitsu training? I'll probably do that maybe tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Never been been into that. Never, you know, wanted to have the same thing four nights in a row. Mm. You know? I like to take my food one day at a time. Just plan it out three hours in advance. And then I just end up settling on Chipotle. Get a bowl. Trina will get some guac. Get some healthy fats. I don't get the guac. But uh, enough of sour cream, a lot of cheese. No, no sour cream. I don't fucks with the sour cream. Heavy on the cheese though. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of cheese. This is my top. These are my toppings at Chipotle. This is gonna be a great podcast, by the way. If we start off with that, (laughs) (laughs) cheese, hot sauce. That's all you need on the bowl. Yes. Try it. Wow, that's mix it up. Bubble good. It is every time, and I love it every time. Just the spice of the hot sauce and the gurgle of the cheese. Yeah. At least three times now, I've eaten the Chipotle bowl, and then like Trina will, like lay on my stomach on the couch. You know what I mean? To like we're like relaxing. She'd be like, "Is you are you? Is your stomach okay?" <laughs> <laughs> she asked that every time after you, we eat a bowl. Are you pregnant? Yeah. Are we pregnant? <laughs> yeah. It's like you think you'd get it by now. It just well, turns me into the the rumbling waters of Zach's tummy. <laughs> the rumbling waters. Yeah. Well, but uh, it's, it's a good thing. I feel like there could be worse that I eat all the time. I could eat double cheeseburgers every day, you know, from McDonald's, not even real meat. You should, no, you don't eat it every day, though, do you? Every other day. I would say every other day. So you're... Chipotle gets if expensive, you wa- Do too. they know your name? No, because we go to different Chipotles. Wow, on purpose? No, it's just, it happens like that. Like, we'll be coming home from a different side of town and hit the hottest one or hit 
you know, wherever around here. I don't want to get specific. Do with the any names. of them know your name? No, I used to work at one, so like people recognize me. But the, uh, one guy knows my name, the manager. You're a regular. No. If they know they don't know name. my order. I feel like that's a level because I used to know people's orders. Okay, when okay, I that's there. true. That's true. Like when they were coming every night and get the same specific thing, like extra rice, light on the black beans, extra pinto. You know, like just go down the line. I knew what they wanted. I feel like they're not as sharp now. They don't know my order. As much as like they should know my order though. I know I was playing it down. As much as I go in there, they should know all I want is hot sauce and cheese. And that's like kind of unique. They should be like, this kid always just gets hot sauce and like, yeah. What do you, let me guess, hot sauce and cheese? Yes. Hot sauce and way too much cheese. <laughs> yep, that's me. Hot sauce and just enough cheese, so I'm not gonna charge you extra, but exactly. you're still gonna ask for more cheese. Oh, they don't charge extra. You can. This is a pro tip, Chipotle. Just ask for extra. Like, even if it's like a scoop of meat, but like, there that was a scoop of those. It was a little light. I do that all the time. Like, I get double meat, double chicken, and they try to do, like, the half and half when I know you're supposed to do a full scoop and a full scoop. But they'll do, like, a little shitty scoop, and I'll be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I used Trina, to work here. Trina rolls her eyes every time, like, that wasn't half, that was half and half, not oh, double. Oh, wow. And I'll ask for, like, a little bit of steak, a little bit of, meat, little bit of chicken. Even if I know it's okay, because I know they'll do it. You have to mm. kind of do it. Ask for extra rice. You can make two bowls. I usually ask for extra rice. Rice or beans, I don't mind asking for. But I'm not yeah. a real stippler on the scoop size. Oh, you got, that's the most important part is the meat. That's what you're being charged for. Rice and beans yeah. and all the other shit is so cheap. That you're basically just paying for the protein, chicken and steak and barbacoa. And what now is they have barbacoa. I always used to like look Spanish at the for barbecue, but it's like it's pretty good. You what, try what, it out. what do you mean barbecue? It's spicy tenderized beef. This is not a Chipotle ad. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Chipotle. I don't know why we're going so much in a Chipotle. So it's just barbecue pork. Just taste it. It's it's got its own flavor. That's, that's like you're making it a Chipotle ad. No, just go. Go try it out. I can't explain it. Right. Like, what is chicken? I don't know. It tastes like chicken. <laughs> no, but what is barbacoa? I'm asking you, is it barbecued pork? Like, what is it's, it? It's not barbecue in the traditional sense that you think of, like, a, a Shoney's or a, a whatever barbecue. Like, where you think barbecue sauce, it's not like that kind of barbecue. It's Mexican barbecue. No, but what meat is it? It's beef. Okay, that's that was the question. Okay. I kept saying pork, and you didn't correct me. You didn't say pork, but you said barbecue. Pork. That's, that doesn't always mean... There's brisket. That's barbecue. Okay. Hey, man, be, be more... Use your words on this podcast. <laughs> that's what I've been noticing a lot lately. You're not using your words. You're just... You're going to go back and You got to make me fill in all the gaps. You're going to listen to this one here. It said barbecue pork three times. <laughs> it's okay. I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I don't think I am now. Uh, Headstrong, oh. baby. How do you feel about... Uh, Listening back to the last one. I haven't. <laughs> oh, my God. I have not had... Oh, I just lowered myself down in the seat over here. <laughs> Come back up to the mic. Get all fidgety on the seat. But, uh, no, I, I just haven't felt the need to. I, I'll listen to it whenever I want to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And um, everything has its time. Everything has its place. And I haven't felt the time or the place to listen to that. So, mm. Been trying to listen to funny things. <laughs> Ooh, speaking Interesting of things. speaking of funny things that you've been listening to, you know what I didn't listen to on Friday night? <sighs> oh, did you hear that? <laughs> I, I like my segue. Nah, mine's better because it was it was it jabbed you right in the the gibbers, <laughs> <laughs> right in the ribs. That's where you jab someone in the gibbers. <laughs> in the gibbers. If it ain't a gibber jab, we ain't jabbing. But um, Dean. Had a little. He had a task to fulfill on Friday night. Okay, he was supposed to do. Actually, th- this is your only saving point. Your only saving grace. Supposed to do a minute of comedy. I went there on Friday night. You know, waiting. You know, hoping to meet up with Dean. I get a text on my way there. I don't think I'm gonna do it. So I went to the show anyways. Okay, even though Dean, you know, kind of bitched out. Would you, was that fair? It's fair. You can defend That's yourself fair. after. That's fair. That's fair. I went up there. Realize it's only one joke. Like you go up there, you like introduce yourself and say one joke, or you like you get to a joke. It's like a, it's not a minute necessarily. So I would have fucked you over on that. So I apologize. You just go up there, say like set up a joke. Like and one bit. Yeah, like fifteen to thirty seconds. So, seeing that it was only that, a couple people went on, and I was like, why? I mean, it's clearly like they don't do this, so it's just like a thing they're doing with their friends. Wait, so I had the inclination to go on. Ooh. On Friday night, yes, sir. Once once I got the text from you, I was kind of peeved. 
and I was just sitting there. I was drinking a beer, like, and af- just after I had gotten done drinking a beer, they started the little, like, one minute or tell a joke thing. So I was going to go to the bar, but instead I just went to the back of the stage and did a little something-something. Here we go. And yeah. the story begins. The story was not, it's not great. It's not like, I felt like I did better my first time, like, my first minute that I showed you, not minute but like the story first then analysis all right i went up i tried to do a little thing where i was like hi guys my name's zach i'm six minutes into comedy silence (laughs) (laughs) i was like all right and then i I just scrambled in my head because i didn't really know what i was going to say because it was so last minute and i just Mm -hmm. did the um the i think my dog was molested as a puppy bit okay and i was like i can't like he doesn't let me look in his eyes and that kind of got like a laugh Mm -hmm. and then i wanted to say something that was like kind of weird but like i didn't really establish myself i wanted to say and he never lets me like touch his butthole butthole or like something weird to like end off and like just walk off stage but i didn't say that i was like and he he never lets me pet him and like oh yeah i know and everyone's like all right and then i just got off stage (laughs) but i got one laugh i got one laugh that was all right that was all right one little hit but yeah, I was proud of myself. I was jazzed. I got another beer and then I got the fuck out of there. Okay. So I feel like the, the words are strong. Where do you think, well, well, what do you think it was? What's your analysis of yourself? Um, first of all, get the gig, right? Like make sure, you know, it's like either a minute or like what you're going to sign up for. And I just, I wasn't really confident. I don't know. I just, I had a beer. I was feeling like this. I don't know this a little bit of a liquid confidence liquid courage yeah. and also just like I mean I'm here by myself there's no one here I really know or recognize mm, just that yeah, a little yeah. liquid courage yeah and then I got out of there quickly after that but oh I didn't even stay to watch the last comedian and I always stay for like comedy shows just to like see the last guy and how much he so fucks around was that one minute thing that we went to one time just like a one time thing I don't know Cause I think they do that minute rapid fire thing on different nights. It's just it wasn't that night. <coughs> Cause I, I remember like we thought it was a minute. Yeah. But they just went up there doing one joke, and I was like, I can do this. Like I can just go up there and say my name, and because uh, no one really got laughs. It was kind of true. Kind of rink and ink, and it was people who go up all around town. Like I recognize some of the faces. Like I've I went up after a guy who I've seen do, you know, time at the comedy on court or whatever mm-hmm. so i mean it was a blessing in disguise i actually went up and did something so there we go so that, is that number two what do you mean second time on stage yeah we'll say that we'll say that that's toward you you're about like point zero 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 one percent into your ten thousand hours yep yep it's better than zero that's where you start and uh, I called today at Three Layers Cafe. They used to have this open mic on Sunday nights at 7, but they're three not layers. doing that for Three Layers Cafe. It's off Walnut Street downtown. I used to go to an open mic there just to, like, see people fuck around. Okay. I was going to do that tonight, but they don't do it anymore until, I think they said mid-July, call back and see if we're still doing it. Okay. I'm trying to revamp the place. Okay. Not but yeah, sad. man, so what happened Friday night? This is about you. I, don't, I made it about me. So, basically... With my diet and how I've been training, I'm just feeling super drained. Mm. Like, I'll go through work and then train and then just feel exhausted. So, like, I got home, took a shower, and it was, like, just sitting there, like, I I can't go back out. Like, I can't do this. I put on the game and was like, all right, I'll try to be productive. Like, was a little bit productive and fell asleep halfway through the second quarter. And then... You know, and then send the text. And then woke up the next day and sent the text. What did the text say though? My text to you. Yeah. I fell asleep. Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't remember the rest. Is fell asleep you the word you use a lot or the excuse you use a lot? Because that's the one I got yesterday. But that night, you said I gotta extend it next week. Yeah. Mmm. So you're gonna do it. Just this Friday, right? Yeah, this Friday. Okay, okay, out. cool, cool. And it'll be easier since it's not a minute. Well, it might be a minute again. So you're not going to be tired this week? You're going to be all right? Um, I just don't think I'm going to train on Friday this week. Hmm. But I still got to stay pretty sharp two weeks okay. out. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't drink. I feel like drinking is just like a... I felt that like the last couple of days I've been drinking some beer. And I can feel like a little layer of just something extra... You know, 
I don't think my face is a little rounded. I don't think it has anything to do with drinking. Wait, what? I don't think it has anything to do with drinking. Hmm. I think it's more just uh, calories to intake to outtake, intake to to burnage, burnage. Yeah. I don't think that's the no, but you couldn't think of one, so I <laughs> filled <laughs> yeah. it in for you. Intake to burnage. <laughs> they know. Yeah. You're getting ripped, you're getting ripped, you getting stronger at the same time, dropping weight for the jiu-jitsu match. Yeah, I'm feeling stronger. Um, I'm dropping these last few pounds, so feeling good about that. Do you weigh yourself every day and at different points during the day to see the difference? No. Do you weigh yourself naked? No. Why not? Why would I? Just to get like a true weight. I guess... I don't know. I wear myself at the gym, so it's with not... all your clothes on. Yeah, your sweaty clothes. It's like four pounds right there. I don't think so. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Skip drip. Uh, sp- <laughs> <laughs> strip down <laughs> to your skivvies. <laughs> Skip drip. Bup. Hop on down and you, uh, hop on that scale, and then it'll it'll give you a little more confidence. Because you won't have to drop to know, so much weight. To know that I next time I go in, I got to drop down to my fucking skins to weigh in. Yeah. That's probably how they're going to do it at the actual weigh-in, right? Why would you people do that? Just, to- people get in their their boxers and just you know hold their nuts and come up and get on the scale, and they're good. A little you lethargic. know how much your boxers were? Like a couple grams. A couple grams. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like I'll be all right. I mean, if anything, I'll just go in, like, compression shorts and I'll weigh myself in that. Mm. I don't feel like there's any need for <laughs> for me to be that close and wait for me to be like, I don't know, dude, you're a couple grams off. I'm going to take those shorts <laughs> off, bud. Give you a little <laughs> wink. They're putting their toe on the scale behind you. <laughs> couple grams off, buddy. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, it's worth a shot. There's got to be some pervs and mixed martial arts. Some just some old dude who's you know just stays in the locker room for a little too long. You know? <laughs> Looks like one fifty five point two to me. <laughs> drip down to your skivvies. <laughs> drip drip. <laughs> yeah. So uh, ramping up for that. Speaking of competitions. Competition. What about them? Mmm. Three one. We have. What are you talking about? The old finals. Oh yeah, Friday night. Who's who kind of called that game though? I said there's no way LeBron is gonna let them sweep sweep his team at home in Cleveland in that way. You know what I mean? They're down how how much the whole series every game at least by like 24 points each game at some point. Yeah. There's no way he can give you like that and then come back next year on the same team so we had to fucking do something for game four and they did series is 3-1 do you think they come back no no yeah me neither i don't think they can win four games in a row especially going back and forth from you know golden state to cleveland you know but i'm glad they didn't get swept yeah uh i mean i'm kind of glad they didn't get swept kind of protects the bronze legacy doesn't yeah. do anything for the warriors if you still know how good they are yeah um but if they win this next game, it's all good. All yeah. is right in the world. Yeah. But if they don't. Oh, my God. It's like, can they do it two more times? They but go if back they to Cleveland. don't. They go back to Cleveland. If they win in Cleveland and there's game seven in Golden State, They're that done. would be. No. You think, you think so? I can't I say. I think that's we when wrong. Durant comes out. And really? It's just, just torch. But why didn't Durant come out in game five and game six if he's going to come out in game seven? No, but that's the thing. That's the difference maker. Is is being the the virtue of game seven is people who are supposed to come out, who are supposed to show out, they will show out. That's his legacy. I E K D. I E K D. Mm. I didn't watch the game to be honest with you. Like I said, I fell asleep. Friday night. I was at First a comedy show. was good. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> boy do we got ourselves a ser- no i mean not really we don't have ourselves <laughs> we have ourselves some history did it look history. rigged at all because i saw a lot of talk yes. of that it did fuck yes they started passing out fouls like fucking cars at an oprah winfrey show really against Just, the warriors you get a foul everybody had two fouls by the end of the first quarter against the warriors 
Ooh. Clay, Curry, Draymond. Mm. Like, they were just passing out fouls. It slowed the whole, it just, you could, it wasn't like you could tell, but it was almost like you could tell. Like, yeah. They're just trying to slow them down instantly. Like, no nonsense. This is going to shut this down real quick. I mean, there's a financial incentive to do so. so yeah. Why not? You could tell. And if the Warriors win anyways, then so be it. And it staves off that whole talk of the Warriors just swept everyone in the finals or the playoffs, so why even watch next season? That was a, a big point of contention with a lot of commentators on ESPN, you know, the radio. They were saying, like, I mean, why watch next season? You, it's going to be the same team. They're going to do the same thing. So, like, for the next three years or so while they're a super team, there's no point. There's no competition. So it kind of helps with that conversation. Yeah. It's going to be a rough three years. The league better watch out. Or just get better. Everyone get better. You Speak- think so? Yeah. Oh, speaking of get better, I heard word around the league was some of the old teams were talking about how they could beat the Warriors nowadays. And I think, like, I forget who said it. I think it was Van Gundy or somebody was joking around. And he was like, oh, yeah, players are getting, like, less athletic these days. Like, players are just getting, like, he was, like, being sarcastic as in, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like people in the past, like, teams in the past thought they could beat these super teams, and, like, now people are faster, stronger, yeah. bigger, and, like, they're even more dominant than they were in the past. Yeah. You look at the rate of how Golden State scores, they'll score, like, 60 points and a half, and then taper off, like, eventually, and, like, they only end up scoring, like, it's crazy to say only, but, like, 130, when, like... <laughs> You know, like, shit like that. Like, that's not how teams used to score back then. The point-to-time ratio was way lower. And you can't compete nowadays with that. Like, I don't know how – I don't care how, like, jostly your defense is as far as, like – they said they would, like, put a body on on clay and, like, foul up Steph Curry to, like, make him kind of scared of the defense and, like, you know, throw a wrench in his game that way. Like, you're going to do that for a game until everyone fouls out and then, like, you can't – you're always in the bonus. And they they shoot free throws, like – like easy money. Yeah, it's it's free points. It's free throws. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, you can try to win that way, but they're still gonna hit shots. You know, they're still gonna they still play D. They they they're the, the best defense in the NBA right now. So. Ugh, man, that's crazy. You can't say that you just D them up and like all would change because that's what the Cavaliers are doing. That's what they did. I saw like a f- uh the first three minutes of the game, and it seemed like the Cavaliers are trying to trap more. They're trying to just cause a lot of disruption with their switches and. Yeah. Looked like LeBron was trying to D up KD more. So, that's all they got to do. Oh, it was interesting. We'll see. I don't know, man. Competition. 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 Speaking of competition, there's about to be a new competition in the gaming world. Ooh. Uh, Xbox is launching a new console. What's that called? Um, It's called the Xbox One X. And it's supposed to be, like, faster and better than ever every console before it. I mean, they should. If you're going to make a new console, why not make it better? Um, um, Xbox One X. Which it one arrives one? November 7th for like 500 bucks. It's the top store on the left. You just passed. Yeah. 500 bucks isn't bad for a new console. Not at all. And now that I'm an adult, it's not even that serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But, yeah, it's got true 4K... Whenever they start listing, like, it's clocked at 1.77 gigahertz. Like, I have no idea what that means, honestly. But, yeah, go check the specs for that. Pretty excited. I brought I brought it up because I didn't know how you were with video games. I don't really play video games anymore, but it's kind of exciting to see that, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's also kind of, like, depressed, not depressing, but lackluster when you see it doesn't really offer any new kind of experience. Like, it's it's the same thing, but just refined. Like, it's just a game on a screen that you play... Yeah, you can get immersed in, like, online play, but I thought, like, we'd be coming out with more interesting shit right now. Like, VR would be taken up to a whole different level. You know what I mean? Like, there'd be Xbox with VR headsets, and you can play. I feel like that's two more Xboxes away. Yeah, like, the the technology is like, around for... Like, there's this one, the 4K one, another one, and then probably the VR one. Yeah. Like, the VR is there, but it's... A VR is, like... Madden 98 right now. Yeah, I guess it would be a little too expensive anyways. Yeah. Like an Xbox One. What is it? X1? Xbox One X. One X with VR would be like a grand compared to 500 bucks. Just to refine the technology we have now. 
But it wouldn't even be on point, really. That's what I'm, like, yeah. it's good, but it's not immersive like you want it to be. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Hey, don't pull this off. Don't pull the table off. But yeah, remember how we were talking about the, the early adopters and the early innovators and all that? It's it's not quite tipping the scale mm-hmm. to be, you know, on mass production and like have the general public interested in enough to buy an Xbox One or I keep saying Xbox One, Xbox One X for the price that it would be to, you know, put VR in it. I'd get one. I'm almost thinking about when does that come out actually? November seventh. November seventh. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I might have to go ahead and sell the old Xbox soon. Yeah, before it drops in price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait till my old Xbox, like the first one, is like a Nintendo. Sell that shit. You still have it? Yeah. Actually, I might keep my Xbox. A lot of games. Yes, keep it. I mean, you're going to sell it for, what, 50 bucks? Whoa, a lot more than 50. Probably like 200. What? You can buy a new Xbox for 200. That means you can sell one for two hundred. No, not a used one. Yeah, you can. Are you are you aware of used cars and like resale values and depreciation and all that? Do you want to do a field study right now? I don't understand what that means. That means you go on this Facebook, context? you go on Marketplace, you type mm-hmm. in Xbox One. I guarantee there is one for two hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's like the baddest bad. It's like Halo, the white one, and it it comes with like twenty games, and you know. Yeah, Let's not do that right now on the podcast because we can't really show people. I'm not going to show anyone anything. I'm going to show you, you, you know? Okay. We'll wait until you do that. Dean's pulling up Xboxes. They all say 199 And this one is the Xbox One with the Battlefield. They mostly say 199 And they're all in the box. The ones that say 200 are all in the box. I have so. my box. Yeah, like in shrink wrapped in the box. But it's okay, man. We don't we don't have to talk about Xbox ones. I just I wanted to talk about the bigger picture as far as gaming. Like, do you think it's kind of a waste of time to do all that? Or do you think it's there's an experience in there so it's not a waste of time? There's community around it? I think it's an experience. I don't think it's a waste of time. Um, yeah. I definitely think it's something I still do sometimes. Um feel like if you have the time for it then oh yeah to the point on the xbox marketplace you see how they're all there it's because no one's bought it you see how it's listed and they're like slashed out prices because no one's bought it yet anyways anyways uh wait what was you saying a waste Um, being a waste of time oh no so no i don't think it's a waste of time um just like watching the show on netflix you can just play a game on Xbox, however you want to use your time. True. I guess. And there's something to be said for, like, the brain activity and actually playing a video game. Like, they say, I don't know who they is, but I've heard a study say, like, psychologists would rather people surf the internet all day than watch TV for four hours. You know what I mean? Because you're getting that stimulation. You're actually picking out what you want to view. Yeah, it might be filtered down to, like, your area and demographic and everything but you're actually is you're not just being fed information arbitrarily through some screen like you're 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 picking the information you know what yeah I mean? so that could be this it the same could be said for games and and it's basically just problem solving yeah and a whole bunch of different forms whether it's role playing or shooter games or sports games just yeah. you know constantly doing little puzzles yeah like with everything though but if you if you do it for eight hours a day it's probably not conducive to you know being a quote-unquote like productive member of society and i don't know i mean but if you're a pro gamer yeah you're not hurting anyone not not hurting anyone at all it's about to come a a big thing i think espn just bought some some space for the e-league yeah have you seen those stadiums that they fill up they'll like a screen like on the jumbotron or have a video game screen on the jumbotron Mm. and people will come and fill up a stadium to watch two people play on a screen yeah it's yeah. really big on computers right now, but yeah. I think it's going to start jumping into the Xbox. And then they have those drone races, too. I've seen those on ESPN. Those are nuts. Yeah. <sighs> I can't seems, really follow that, though, because it, I don't know. It's cool to game. watch them fly around for a little bit, but if you don't, if you can't really decipher who's who, it's just too, like a whole bunch of little 
flying gizmos in the air. I can't yeah. really get invested in it. And it seems super expensive. Yeah. Super expensive. Yeah. Like, they literally are wearing, like, VR goggles and, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, infrared cameras on the... Yeah, on the drone. and It's too much. Startup costs too much. High barrier to entry. Make them douchebags? No. Just make some enthusiasts. And, mm. um, that Like, that's... If you try to perfect a drone, like, I feel like you're kind of... You're pushing a technology and you're pushing something forward that could potentially help people one day. Yeah, that's not what you're thinking while you're doing it. But, like, the more people, like... Because we vote with our dollars, right? So if drones came out and no one wanted to buy drones and no one wanted to do anything with drones, like, it, the technology of drones wouldn't be to where it's at right now. So the more people invest in it and the more people want to do it and the more it becomes, like, a recreational thing to do mm-hmm. and the technology will be pushed along. And that's not douchey if you want to just be in a new technolo- technology and be a part of a growing movement. Mm. That's cool. But the same could be said for cars and supercars. Like, I want to be a part of this supercar culture. Cold technology uh, and push technology that way. So yeah, it Is all it comes back to me being a hype or a. <laughs> I was gonna say hypochondriac. It's the wrong word. <laughs> a, a hypocrite. <laughs> me being sick all the time. You're sick. <laughs> You're sick. Uh, okay. Did you watch the fights last night? I watched some. I watched a lot of highlights. I didn't yeah. watch a lot of fight. Fights but, were uh, good. I only watched the the last three, the uh, the the main card. Mm-hmm. But they were all fucking good. Bangers. Yeah, I saw a Hooker um, fight Pearson, mm-hmm. and you thought Pearson was just gonna come and mollywop Hooker because he, I mean, just like black guy, white dude, like you just think the black guy's just gonna win. I know, I don't know what it is, but I always think the black guy's gonna win when there's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. That's just got nothing to lose. No, not even that. It's just I don't know what it is. I just. I don't know. Anyways, but Hooker throws this fucking flying knee, like this counter knee, lands it right on his chin. It's done. Mm. Yeah. And then Brunson got the best of uh, Mr. Kelly. Got yeah, David Kelly. He looked like an old man. He looked like someone's dad. Well, that's Gray what the heavyweight hair. division's all about. Dad bod. It wasn't heavyweight. It was middleweight. Was it? Yeah. They were fine at middleweight. That's why it looked so weird. Oh, fuck. I was thinking of uh, the other fucking... I don't know, I forget his name. Brunson just fought uh, Silva. I was thinking of the other mm. fucking big heavyweight slugger. Yeah. Keep going. Um, and then the big fight, Hunt, Mark Hunt versus Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. That Sluggers. was crazy, dude. They showed a picture of Derek Lewis eating an eight count rib before the uh the match. Yeah. Just sitting there eating fucking ribs before eating you're about eight to fight. Ribs. Yes. I think it was a half slab. <laughs> What a, what a man, what a man. I mean, he ta- he got gas and he eventually lost, so, I mean, that could be a little bit of the reason why. Yeah, how that sells. Yeah. He was holding his back. He started talking about his back hurting, like, after the fight, and he, people were, like, booing him, because you can tell he was trying to make it an excuse. Oh. But then, like, everyone was like, oh, because he said it was his last fight. So you got to be like, oh. It's a little heartfelt. Yeah. He said he's going to stop putting his family through the fighting and, like, just being concussed all the time. How do you feel about that? Should you just do it because you want to do it? Or should you, if you have a family, worry about those motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta skew the question when you asked it. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> those selfish motherfuckers. Um, no, I feel like if you made it to a point where you're financially stable enough to where you can, like, I guess make that decision... Uh, then why fight? Yeah. Uh, if you don't have to I get, fight, I don't see the reason to it all. You like it? Oof. But for your livelihood, like whether you eat or not, it's because you fight. I don't want to do that. I don't ever want to be in that position. Unless like shit, it's the fan and you got, you know, like there's well, World it, War Four. Yeah, for your livelihood. That's what I'm saying. If you're in a if you're in a financially stable position, no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, don't fight. Where if it comes to your family and you're wanting to fight, even if you love it, probably don't do it. Yeah. Make it a hobby. Yeah. But if you're not financially there and that's your only means, or if you feel like that's your only means, you should probably fight for it. 
Is that bad? No, I mean, people do all the time. They do it with sports. If that's their only way out, they'll play fucking, they'll curl. You know what I mean? <laughs> they'll, uh... They'll do a little bench. They'll do a little slalom skiing. <laughs> they'll, play, they'll play tennis. That's their only way out. <laughs> it's, it's my only way out. <laughs> yeah, you never hear those stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I got into downhill slalom skiing. <laughs> that was my only way out of the hood. I got into flying drones, so got me off of unemployment. <laughs> How did you afford a drone, sir? <laughs> I sold drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sell life drugs. I had to sell drugs. I pimped out my eight sisters while I was taking care of them. Well, but six now. You know the game. You know. You know the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We do. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. That's all I got for the fights, for my notes. What you got over there cooking? I got some relatable recommendations. Ooh. Master of None. No, before I get into that I've been one. said the Master of None, so you're not going to recommend how, how many episodes have you seen? I've seen the whole first season, I think almost all the second season. Okay. Dude, Master of None is pretty good. I yeah. Like it. I like it. Yeah. Kind of like a... kind of whiny. He's kind of like a little bitch. A little bit. Gives me a little a bit of an Atlanta vibe. A little okay. bit. I can kind of see that, but not really. Just explain. like the kind of dryness, not the dryness, but just like the the casual conversations, not yeah. the story pushing conversations. It's got yeah, not every those. scene is this climactic event. Yeah, it's mundane, but also it moves the story along. Uh, it's mundane and relatable, and just like you know. So I like that part, and then the stories are always like, uh, or at least the episodes are always something relevant, like old people or fucking like Indians on TV or something kind of poignant that they always try to make a point about. Yeah. That's cool. So you've just watched the first season? Yeah, I'm just on okay. the first season right yeah. now. I'm about to start the second. Yeah, second's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, people shit on the first season a lot, but then the second season I'm like, like, you know, claim reviews, critically mm. claim reviews, but I don't know. It's, it's cool to see a different topic tackled every episode, but also a story move forward within those topics. Yeah. And yeah, it's it it also it highlights like a different side of Indian culture that you don't usually see, like as far as the assimilation of like um like you have the first, you know, early immigrants that came over and then you have their children and you see the vast differences in the way children interact with western culture as opposed to their parents. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. And there like there's a lot more of that as you go on, but he has his actual parents in are those too. his real parents? Yeah, that's why they're kind of awkward and clunky. That's what I was thinking. I was like, because his mom was like, either she's a really bad actor, or that's his real mom. Yeah, <laughs> she had parents. no presence. They're so bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they get a little better, and you can tell they get more comfortable as the show goes on. But they're still just like two goofy ass Indian parents. Yeah. I like it for that reason, though. It yeah. makes it seem more real. It's not just like a scripted thing. It seems like they're coming up with storylines on the fly and just like. They have cool angles. You got to see the first episode of the second season. It's shot in Italy. I think okay. the first three episodes are, but the first one's black and white. They did it like an old mm. Italian film. It's fucking good. And he speaks in Italian the whole time. Mm. Yeah. Aziz showing the range. Yeah. He becomes a pasta maker. Are you, are you that far along? And uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, I'll get there. Yeah. He'll get there. Good show. Yeah. Yeah. Master of None. It's a good Tackles religion. You know, tackles like Dean said, Indians and represented in culture and TV. I like the old people one a lot. That one was a good one. What was that called? That old people, just old people. But it was one where he uh, take like hangs out with her grandma, and then they end up going to get pasta, and then she escapes and goes and sings jazz. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and just talking to her about a bunch grandma. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Th- have they done the one where they they bring their parents together and have a dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one too. And his Asian friend learned a lot about his like where his father came from and like why he is so strict and. I don't know, the, just the way he is, because his, his father's very, like, forward and kind of says shit that might sound harsh to people who aren't of his elk, you know what I mean, or his background. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool to see that little dynamic. Good stuff. When's... Uh, have you ever taken your mom out on a date? I've taken my mom out to dinner. Okay, that's what I mean. Yeah, you don't have to get all weird about it, it's just... Well, no, no I was trying to think, of, trying to think of the distinction of between, like, have I taken on a date or have I, like, 
No, I don't think I've taken her out on a date, but I have, like... Yeah. I haven't yeah. done that in a while. I was just thinking about that as we were talking about Master of None. I need to do something like that. Mm. Get a little... Uh, treat him? Yeah. Treat her. Treat her right. <laughs> Show her. Treat her right. <laughs> yeah. I need to do that. I had do a lot of right family... by you. Had a lot of family time this weekend. We went to uh, some, like, RV resort. On Saturday, it's redneck heaven. It was awesome. I don't have family time this weekend. It was Trina's family, Trina's side, her sister. So her sister, her brother-in-law, because it's just her sister's husband, mm-hmm. had family out there. We had a good time on the lake, dude, just hanging out, drinking beer, Local, playing cornhole. Or like, do you have to go somewhere far? Or? It was like on the north side of Jacksonville, like okay, 20 so minutes close. away. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. But yeah, it's like a place I never would have known about, never would have like driven past it and seen it mm-hmm. had a good time a lot of people That's what's a lot up. of families a couple, couple mullets <laughs> uh no some little kid pushed me off the, the raft nice he was like you want to race me to the slide i was like no nah, i have a lot of hot dogs he's like how many hot dogs have you had i was like three he's like four's a lot <laughs> 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 just pushed me off it's a witty little kid yeah like fuck <laughs> you <laughs> i only had one i wanted to say three to sound like a lot and of course he said it's not enough. I've had five. Yeah, it was kind of cool just to be around the fam. True. And the little cousin had a birthday party at my parents' house. So I went to my side of the family. We got to hang out, drink beer by the pool. True. It's good and good family time. I feel like we, we get away from that as we get older because we don't want to be around our family because we've been around them for 18 years plus. But it's good to stay stay true to your roots. So what would you do if you took her took her on a on a mother date? Um, How would you? What, what's the perfect? You know, my I'm gonna do right by you. What, what's the date? Uh, she get a text from me saying there's a dress laid on her bed. Don't you? Don't <laughs> I'm you, just kidding. Don't, don't you half-ass this? <laughs> there's a dress and a new bra outside, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> no, you just you, with with moms. You got to plan out. You can't do it the day of, because they want to like have you know some time beforehand to plan and make sure they have their affairs in order, and you just. Ask her what her favorite restaurant's been lately. Take her there. Treat her to a good night. Open all the doors. Of course, you take care of the check. Maybe get a little wine in her to make some... What are you looking at? Take your cord off from around the thing. Keep oh, yeah. it on the... Yeah. To make for some interesting conversation. And, uh... Take her home. Give her a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> you're on your way. Be respectful. It's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Be respectful. God damn it. <laughs> uh, you open her door for oh yeah you pull every out door chair. every door and every chair that can be turned what? okay here's the here's the conundrum when it comes to the double door situation you know some restaurants have that door and then that another door you mm-hmm. know the buffer door you open the first one then you say wait <laughs> <laughs> I said wait bitch <laughs> Wait right there. I'm not open. You're not opening none of these doors, bitch. <laughs> Keep them hands clean. <laughs> you gotta cut my steak. <laughs> I said, wait. Yeah. All right. Well, we know how Zach solves that problem. Yep. Okay. Trina's really bad about going to the door and then like kind of stopping and like just just stopping. <laughs> Like opening the door and stuff. Like, say there's a double door situation. Like, I'll open the door and then like the first door. Yeah, and then like, or just any door. It could be a one door situation. She'll stop like right in the middle of the door. So I've got this like awkward like, can you go ahead? So it like the gesture always ends up turning into like, can you just fucking like walk? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like it always ends up being bad. I don't say that, but I'm like, come on. And she's like, okay. I mean, I just did the nicest, grandest gesture. The nicest? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I ruin all my nice gestures by, like, being impatient and being, like, come on. Like, <laughs> being sort of, like, take it, demeaning. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So the double door situation, what is your protocol? I don't know. I don't know whether to. I've never opened up a door for anyone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether to open up and do like the half in backhand, like keep the door open mm-hmm. while you're inside. And then as they come through, like kind of rush and like fuck the last person who was coming in. Yeah. And open the next one front hand. 
or to open the other one fully and then they open the next one for you to see if like is this the girl for me like they open the door for me or like you know yeah my favorite is is like i'll open up the door for someone and then like someone will be like further down i'll, I'll just be like too far <laughs> and just like close the door you know what i mean if they're like too far to hold the door open for and you're like your party's going along you really do that for I you? yell too far sorry <laughs> i've done that i've done that at the gym like at least three times <laughs> Has anyone said anything? No, it's kind of funny. I get it. I wouldn't stay there either. That's funny. Yeah. And if they're really cool, they'll come in and be like, that was was, was good, man. And we'll be friends that way. And they'll punch you in the face with a 10-pound weight in their hand. Yeah. But yeah, I've done that at the gym like three times. What's that? It's fun to do. Making friends. Making friends. F is for family. Ooh. Got me. I thought you were going to say friends. No, ooh, I have for friends, but um, Billion Burr, TV show on Netflix, yeah. second season, great. I watched the second season without watching the first season. Actually, no, because Trina restarted it, so I guess I've been watching the first season. Mm-hmm. Fucking good, dude. Really good. Like has some poignant. Like it's, I don't know how to describe it. It has like a real storyline, not just a like a cartoon random shit's happening so they can build another skit around it storyline like he actually like lost his job and is looking for a situation and like things are happening it's almost like a saga a cartoonish saga for an older man like middle-aged man with a family yeah it's all the characters included in the family yeah it's not like he's going to disneyland and then you know the murphys go to the mall the murphys go it's not like a bunch of fucking weird shit so it's good Animated shows always, like, reset. You ever notice that? What do you mean? Like, say The Simpsons, one day Maggie gets her finger cut off, or, like, Maggie gets her arm chopped off. The next episode, Maggie will be fine, and there's nothing built on, like, a prior scene. Sometimes they'll have, like, continuity, where, like, Brian... I, mean, I guess that, I don't know if I've seen it on... What's the show? South Park? The other one. Fuck. Family Guy? Family Guy, yeah. Sometimes they'll have, like, from episode to episode, like, they won't show Brian if, like, he got killed off, or... Some kind of like, you know, like there's continuity within the story, mm-hmm. but with like a lot of cartoons, they'll like just reset. And I don't feel like FS for Family does that. It kind of builds on the storyline, as you said. Yeah. It's a saga. It's an old Yeah. Dude. So do you think it's a weak writing? You think cartoon writers get a little cop out? Yeah, it's easy writing. Ooh. It's not, e- I mean, it's not easy, but it's easier than what Bill Burr and his writing staff have done for FS for Family. Yeah. Like, I would never say that's easy to put together a whole fucking show and have people watch. You know, week after week. Well, you have now. Now, about 10 years into your career, when I happen to just pull up this clip where Zach is insulting cartoon writers. Yeah, I know, right? Drop it on TMZ. <laughs> right? Like a week before the Grammy nomination. Yeah. Family Guy. I would never shit on Family Guy. But, like, it's just not as good as Evans for Family. No, it's not. I think it's just everything's evolved, so, like, it... They're kind of stuck in that formula. You know, Family Guy, The Simpsons, they're stuck in a certain formula. But F is for family. Breaking barriers. Breaking burrs. Breaking burrs. Hopefully he doesn't break Bill Burr. Hope he stays humble. I think he's a humble guy. Yeah, he is. If you listen to just him, you'd think he was the humblest ever. When you think when you listen to people talk about him. And talk about, dude, this is like the richest comedian I've ever yeah. fucking hung out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He downplays his intelligence and just everything, really, if you think about it, on his podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's one man podcast. Uh, one man. Speaking of, um, I've been thinking about doing a little one man podcast Ooh. type deal. No guests. But sometimes, like, I'll just, rec- not record, but, like, I'll have ideas that, like, I'll throw moist foot. A voice memo on in the car. A voice memo. Is that the right word? Yeah, that's what, that's what I almost said moist memo. So I've been, I've been doing that a lot lately, just flipping the words. Is that the name of the podcast? Yeah, but voice not memo? as a podcast, but like doing voice memos and then like listening to it later and then commenting on the voice memos or just like have, you know, my own thing in general. You know what I mean? Like just to have, to work that different muscle. Yeah, we like we talk to each other now like on the podcast, but like I feel like I need to just sit here one time and kind of like just say it out to myself so I can listen to it back to myself so I don't have because I feel like it's easier to bounce things off of someone because they fill in voids in conversation and you know like like we're, so, we're going to be on a podcast and you're going to talk half the time I'm going to 
talk half the time. So I want the, all the onus to be on me so I can like really flesh out ideas and work that muscle, like that ranting muscle. So are you going to have like a, a voice memo in the beginning and then just rehash the voice memo? Yeah. Or okay. if I don't want to, they just have that as its own standalone thing. I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. Yeah. But I'm thinking about doing that, starting that soon. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. What's the What's the title you got? What you got working? I got nothing right now. Title. As far as far as name, I just want to get that's the concept the name down right first. There. What? I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh. I'll write it down. Well, ringer there. I got nothing. Triple entendre. What does that even mean? Triple entendre. People just say it. And it sounds. I was it, what did you just say just then? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in a Jay Z song. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I heard it in Jay Z song. <laughs> you know those things you kind of just repeat and you can use it well in a sentence, but you don't really know the exact definition. Like you can use it in context. Like you say poignant a lot. I bet you don't even know the fucking definition of poignant. I know what poignant is. What is it? It's like um, potent. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> nah. Yeah, what are you a thesaurus? No, nah, it's like relevant or. Like pertaining to the conversation. What is that word you just said? Entendre, E N T. There you go. Triple entendre. Entendre. What the fuck are That's, you even talking? You typed in the wrong about? word, dumbass. What? Are you, entendre. Well, you said it was right there. Yeah, but you didn't click on the one right below it. I hate doing fucking. It's the third one down. I hate doing Google searches with you, bro. Well, you never. Google a double entendre is a figure of speech in which a spoken phrase is devised to be understood in either of two ways. Often, the first, more obvious meaning is straightforward, while the second meaning is less so, often risque or ironic. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the uh, triple is just one more. <laughs> that was a double. Sounds more like a double entendre. Triple double. All right. Stop what else you got, man? Shit, you're wiggling and shaking right into the mic. Get your cord off of it. All right. But uh, I don't got anything else, man. All right, man. We can end it. We got to do a sing song Sunday, though. Oh boy, do we! We haven't recorded one since we haven't recorded on a Sunday in a while. But uh, we got to do it. Promises. Yep. So uh, we're gonna put this on pause. Come back. Do a little sing song Sunday. Wrap it up, and get the fuck out. <laughs> All right. Sit tight. We'll be back. Saturdays are for the boys having fun and making noise but Sunday's here so sing along for sing song sing song Sunday sing song Sunday sing song Sunday sing song come sing along he's down yonder alright I don't last long did we, did we say it twice what the chorus yeah um. Yeah, we can say it twice and then go into your verse, or go into your verse and then yeah. sing it twice. Yeah. All right, do your verse and sing it twice. All right. Start this. Yeah. Ooh, a little country, Dean. Mm mm. A little mm. bit of kissing. A ways down yonder, there's a place you can ponder. Without feeling weird mm. Yeah Said one guy's white One guy, he has a beard It's Guess not that's... weird hmm. Little offbeat though Saturdays are for the boys For having fun and making noise But Sunday's here, so sing along for a sing song, I'll sing song Sunday. Saturdays are for the boys, for having fun and making noise. But the Sunday's here, so sing along. For a sing song, on a sing song Sunday, on a sing song Sunday. Sing song Sunday. It's sing song. Sing song Sunday. Sing you got more Sunday. for them. No, I don't. That's alright though. 
I'm just feeling the beat on this sing-song Sunday. Mm. It's the end of the show, y'all. Please tune in. We got an iTunes link and the website for friends. Is he speaking? Is speaking lower? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's oh, me. You're just gonna let me vibe out as I fade this out <laughs> Ooh. on the count of three. Guys, had a fun sing-song Sunday. Ooh, close on one thing. Close on what thing? The idea board. Yeah, I like it. Okay, came well, strong we this week. The idea board. Came strong. Our producer came through in the clutch. Thank you for pointing that out, Dean. Yes. Got a little quote of the day up here. You want to you read it out loud? You want to do the yeah. honors? So I'll do the quote of the day. You can do the question of the day. The quote of the day is, good actions give strength to ourselves and inspire good actions in others. Said by Plato. Good actions give strength to ourselves and inspire good actions in others. Yeah, that's I mean, that's Covers your bases. Can't really refute that. Simple but poignant. Give strength to ourselves and inspire. Do you think that's a little bit of a narcissistic way to be? I think it's a, a full encapsulating thing. Just to say good actions inspire good actions in others. He does acknowledge the fact that you do do it for some type of selfish reason. Like it's not well. all altruistic. It's Right. You know you're being observed. You know the the, you know this. the consequences of being observed have, I mean, there are, there are consequences by virtue of the definition of the word consequence so people will follow suit if you're being shitty they'll think it's a great a good excuse for you to be for them to be shitty does it make any sense like you you said something a long time ago when we first started the podcast change yourself and change a little part of the world that you can and that'll reverberate you mm-hmm. know what i mean change your little part of the world and the world will change eventually yeah so. everybody change their little chunk yeah okay um question of the day are the best things in life free? I mean, it once again comes back to your perspective. Like, what are the best things in life to you? And are those discounted to the rate of 100%? <laughs> to the rate. Just overanalyze everything you're, yeah. you're saying right now. Um, I believe yes. What are the best things to I you? think the best things in life are doing something difficult and getting through it and that feeling right after. Like Friday, whenever I did that, yeah, whenever I didn't even think I was going to do it, like I was just, I don't know, like I just wanted to and I did it and like I was a little, like my voice was a little shaky at first, but then I did it and I got off stage and I felt ecstatic. Mm, so like, that adrenaline boost of just fear conquering. Yeah, and just... Or goal conquering almost. Yeah, putting yourself in situations and realizing they're not... It's not life or death, you know. It's it's just a thing that you do or a thing that you can do, and people have done it before you, and people are gonna still do it after you. Like you can't be narcissistic to come back to the Plato quote. You can't be so into your own self that you never kind of live outside and and kind of. I feel like we all kind of do this at, at certain points when we get embarrassed or when we get nervous. Like it's just a self esteem thing, and it's also. Uh, it it comes from a narcissistic place because you think everyone else is looking at you or you think everyone else is like paying paying attention to you to where like you think you're gonna fuck up everything like it it really doesn't matter like you're one part of this big thing and yeah you can turn the momentum in some way but like there's also freedom in, in the fact knowing that like you're not really gonna do that much damage so like do as much as you can because even if it even if you doubt yourself all the time and you think you're like you're not doing great things, you're not, you know, helping people, mm-hmm. you're not hurting people at the same time, you know? So, like, there's freedom in knowing that, like, you're not... <sighs> what do you mean do as much damage as you can, though? Because I feel like some people don't do things because they feel like they're either... I mean, I, at least my from my point of view, like, you think you're going to be a drag on society, you think you're going to be a drag to people, or you think you're going to, like, come into a room or a situation and, like, make it worse... When really you're not, that thing that you might have wanted to be a part of, like me with the comedy scene in Jacksonville, you with jujitsu, like you're not going to come in and tear it down and like you're narcissistic to come in and think that. Right. Okay. And that's where I kind of come into things sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to bum anyone out or like make anyone feel uncomfortable when I'm not really, I might go up and do a show and like make, make people feel weird for like three minutes, 
but then like another person's gonna come on yeah and, you know like and things just move on so you can't be stuck in that okay and there's freedom in knowing that like you and I think there's just freedom in being anonymous, especially at this age, because mm. you can do whatever and it's not really going to be, you know, scrutinized. So just be free. Is there a freedom in it? Because then it goes back to like trolling is kind of like a freedom as well. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom in it and there's not, not a lot of repercussions. So that's why it is so popular. You can mask your IP address. You can mask, you know, anything on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things get back to you or come back to you. But if you're spending four hours a day in your mom's basement like trolling people like that's going to come back to you and later on in life whenever you're you don't have anything to show for all the time that you put into this and energy you put into this one thing you know what i mean like where another person like you like you spent two hours a day doing jujitsu instead of two hours a day trolling online yeah so like at the end like you'll be like a more fit person you'll be a more balanced person you'll have this perspective as far as like a competitive standpoint where this person is in their basement they won't interact the same way you do with other people they didn't so get that's, that capital from it. Yeah, that's the repercussions. You know what I mean? It's not as instantaneous as they said something shitty to some dead celebrity and someone came to their house and confronted them, but they were confronted on later on, on in life with how they spent their time. Mm. So it's kind of like a long-term justice type deal. Mm, I like it. Long-term justice. Long-term justice. But yeah, I would say the best things in life are free. What do you think? Um, and there's freedom and anonymity, and you should use that until, you know, somehow or some way you're not anonymous yeah um i would say yeah i guess the best things in life are free yeah um to be cliche i guess like love and happiness and like success and fulfillment i guess those are some of the best things like getting there isn't free but obtaining those things are free i guess those are some of the best things in life yeah fulfillment's definitely the number one yeah that's what i'm realizing contentment with just getting to a place where you're just kind of at where you're at once you get there it's the feeling's free but getting there is a little bit i don't know i think it's costly yeah fulfillment in the true sense of the word is like where it's an intrinsic desire and then you fulfill that intrinsic desire not like i need to get these things to feel fulfilled but inwardly look inward at yourself and what you really want yeah yeah and that's free yeah question yourself you know Get all up in yourself. It's free. (laughs) (laughs) It's free. We'll end on that. We're going to drop this tomorrow, Monday, June 12th. In the meantime, please like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay Stay relatable. Everybody in the room notices you. Back and relax, the night is early You're about to overdo it So come and tell me something that you've already told me Cause everybody's heard all of your stories I hope that some of them are true Losing lots of keys lately I don't know what that means But maybe I'll be better off With things that can't be locked at all I've been feeling kind of seasick lately See you reaching to me, gonna save me You and me, I would much rather take the fall The world has its way quiet us down the world has its ways To quiet us down Comes a rain Down goes our spirits again But down comes the strength To lift us up and then
Up and then 